0: and now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What's up everybody? You're listening to another episode of Life in English. I'm your host Tony Kai. Zen aka Change for the Better aka Continuous improvement. And for those of you that don't know, I just want to tell you that if you'd like to read a transcript of this episode, you can go to lifeinenglish.net slash EP51. Again, if you want to be able to read along or read almost every word that I say during this episode, go to lifeinenglish.net slash ep 5 One, you can access the site on your phone, tablet, or computer with no problems. One of my students told me that he thought the podcast was only available on Spotify, so this made me realize I need to promote the website more, you know? So, shout out to you, Danielle. Now, in this episode, I just wanted to take a minute to share a thought that I had the other day. I spend a lot of time watching educational videos on YouTube, and many times I use the YouTube mobile app simply because I can take my phone anywhere. And the same is not true for my computer, you know. Anyway, I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but some months ago, someone at YouTube decided that it would be a good idea to move the comment section from the bottom of the page to the section right after the like and subscribe buttons. Above the recommended videos, you know. And most people, including myself, were pretty irritated with this seemingly unnecessary change. Now, here in the U.S., we have a saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. In other words, why are you trying to change the way something works if it's already working perfectly fine? You know, I'm sure you guys have uh, a saying like this in your country, in your native language. So, um, anyway, needless to say. YouTube received a lot of negative feedback from its users about this design change. Tweets and memes and even YouTube videos were made talking about the great dissatisfaction of the YouTube community. Now this went on for a while and many people are still not happy about the fact that they have to train themselves to look for the comments in a new place on their screen. What's funny though is that after about six months of using the YouTube mobile app with its new design, I've already gotten used to the comment section being in a new place. And not only that, but when I stopped to really consider why YouTube would do such a seemingly senseless thing, I realized that what they had done actually makes total sense. If you don't use the YouTube mobile app on a regular basis, then you probably won't know what I'm talking about. But for those of you that do use the app, think about this for just a second. Why should the user see the video at the top of the screen then the video description, then the like and subscribe buttons, and then have to scroll past 20 random videos that YouTube has recommended and then see the comments for the video uh, that the user is currently watching. In my opinion, there's no logical reason for the app to be designed that way. A much more logical design would be with the video, the description, the buttons, and the comments in the same section of the app you know why should I have to scroll past 20 videos just to see the comments so with the new design the comment section is not only better positioned but you actually have to click the comment section for it to open and see all the comments and this saves a lot of screen space and when it comes to design you must think about the way the best way to occupy or not to occupy the space that's available to you And a phone screen doesn't have that much space to begin with, right? So now, the sections of the app are in a much more logical order, and you don't have to scroll as much as you did before. So in my opinion, this design is better than the previous one. It just took a while for me to realize that, you know? But, why did I feel the need to share this thought with you today? Just hold on for a second, I'm getting there, alright? Be patient! Be patient! As you can see with the title <laughs> as you can see with the title of this episode the point i'm trying to make is that innovation invokes hatred all right or innovation invokes hate however you want to say it in other words when you try to do something different or when you try to make something better than it was before there's always going to be someone that tells you it's a bad idea or that you shouldn't do it They're going to tell you about all the things that could go wrong. They're going to tell you about all of the other people that tried and failed. They're going to tell you that nobody needs what you have to offer. Right. And maybe they're right. I don't know. But that's really my point is you have to be the one that decides. I mean, just think about some of the things that we enjoy today. Just think about what life would be like if every inventor and engineer decided that creating new things and improving them was stupid, a waste of time, impossible, and that nobody would find it useful. Like smartphones, for example. Just think about, first of all, think about the idea that somebody had to have for the first telephone. Like, I want to talk to somebody that's not here you know, I want to talk to somebody that's not in the same room with me and I don't want to have to wait, you know, seven or 14 or 30 days to send them a letter and then wait for them to send me a letter back, right? Just that idea in its in and of itself. But not only that, the phone itself, a revolutionary idea, but then imagine if it never had evolved into what we know today, right? Like the Galaxy or, uh, you know, the iPhone or whatever it is. Think about airplanes, you know? You mean I can travel to the other side of the world in less than a day? It used to take months to travel across the country on a fucking horse, my friend, you know? What about toilets? You mean I don't have to take a shit in a hole anymore? Why? It just disappears? Why? What? Social networks. I can make connections with people that don't even speak the same language as me. I don't have to travel to the country to meet these people, you know? Cars. You mean there's a better way to travel than buy a fucking horse? Yes, there is, bro. Yes, there is. Eyeglasses. That's another one. People with vision problems don't have to suffer their entire lives, right? Houses. Think about that. You mean I can sleep in a structure with electricity, water, a roof, windows, and I don't have to worry about animals the rain or snow it's fucking amazing just think about all the things that we enjoy today now these are just a few of the hundreds maybe even the thousands of things that somebody somewhere decided not only to create but then innovate time and time again and that innovation part is really important too And just imagine if, like I said, if the first cell phone ever invented had never evolved into the iPhone or the galaxy that we know today. Just imagine if the first airplane had never evolved or the first house or car or toilet. Everything we know today is thanks to innovation. Now all of these inventors and engineers decided to give the world what they didn't even know they needed. And although I'm sure they get a lot or they got Right. I'm sure they got a lot of negative feedback and made a lot of mistakes. I'm also sure that billions of people around the world today enjoy their inventions and cannot imagine life without them. Right. So if we take this idea and apply it to our own lives, we can see that it's still true. When you try to change something about yourself or learn something new or make yourself a better person, there will always be somebody rooting against you. There will always be someone who has something negative to say. There will always be someone who doesn't like the new you, right? There will always be somebody to tell you that you're wasting your time learning that new language or starting that new business, saving money for that trip, working on that relationship, starting that YouTube channel, going to those therapy sessions, reading those books, whatever it is. And then once you do all the work to create those new things or make those changes, there will be people who tell you, That whatever you've created or tried to innovate just sucks. But time is a test that supersedes the opinion of any human, right? Only time will tell if that thing you set out to do was worth it or not. So in the meantime, you simply have to make the most educated decisions you possibly can and do what you think is right, man. You know? Fuck! what people have to say about you. Fuck what people have to say about you, all right? Fuck what people have to say about you, your life, or your efforts to do something great. At the end of the day, even if that business fails or that relationship ends or you don't get that job, you still try to do something. A lot of people live their entire lives without trying to do anything simply because they're afraid of the same judgment and ridicule that they usually pass On the next person trying to do something great so even if you fail quote unquote you still tried and if you're successful I imagine that people's comments about you and your life will be much less important to you you might even find that those same negative people are now telling you congratulations and asking you to teach them how they can be successful so just remember haters only have one job And that's the hate. So let the haters hate. Keep on learning. Keep on growing. Keep on innovating. This is the Life in English podcast. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And I'll talk to you later. Peace.